Welcome to Thursday. It's Michael Pelka on the Piero Pelka podcast, but my voice is barely here. I had a little sinus infection and it's now in my throat, so it's uh, putting the clamps on my voice. I'm not going to be able to talk about too much uh, today, especially after the, the debate. That really ticks me off. I watched the debate last night. I watched Donald Trump's rally last night. And uh, the story out of uh, CNN that is really ticking me off, uh, the story about the photographer who was embedded with Hamas, that's the story you're being told. Apparently, they are not embedded with Hamas. They are Hamas. These are operatives that have their own mission. And the fact that CNN hired them as part of this massacre on October 7th is absolutely disgusting. Staged photos and videos, which they have fed to the media outlet, it's awful. And we need a full accounting of this. And I'm sure we'll get it in the next few days. But I, I, I really, I don't have much voice left and my throat's killing me. Uh, last night's debate, who won? I think it was Nikki Haley that won the debate part. I think it was Vivek who won the uh, disruptor part. And uh, a close second to Nikki Haley was Ron DeSantis. That's my total breakdown of it. I don't think Vivek will be on the next one, but that's me. Uh, there is a story that I also think we need to follow, and it's a story that Thomas Massey, the congressman from Kentucky, was trying to make very public two nights ago. Uh, it's the story of the lockout, the kill switch that the government is mandating be put into every car manufactured after 2026. That story, well, we've talked about it with Lauren Fix, the car coach, and she joins us next on the Puro Pelka podcast. We talked about this earlier. Representative Thomas Massey of Kentucky was uh, uh, fighting to get this kill switch mandate taken out of the Inflation Reduction and Jobs Act. And what it's doing in the Inflation Reduction and Jobs Act, I don't know. But I have to tell you, Lauren Fix, the car coach, who you've seen on Fox, on Fox Business, on the Weather Channel, you've seen her everywhere. Uh, she was telling me about this two years ago. Lauren Fix warned me that the uh, weasels in Washington had put a kill switch into a bill that would allow the government and maybe even local, local governments and insurance companies to shut off cars. And it scared me like you can't believe. And sure enough, last night, Thomas Massey tried to get the uh, mandate removed and a whole bunch of Republicans voted to keep it in there. The Democrats are all in on it. And they're telling everybody that this was all about drunk driving. It's not about drunk driving. We have technology that has those uh, in-car breathalyzers that can stop people who are hammered from driving their cars. This is about distracted driving, which if you're swerving to avoid an animal, if you're pulling off the road to get away from a cop who, or an ambulance that's coming up behind you, your car might think you're impaired and it could shut you off. And this is one of the more frightening things. And so I asked Lauren to come in and explain this to us. Uh, I, I'm worried that I'm going to have to buy an old car, Lauren Fix. Uh, is that the case? And how old does it have to be to avoid this? Well, I've got cars from the 60s. I told you I'm going to be like Mad Max. I keep saying this. 
Because here are the big factors to think about. If this is on cars, is that on motorcycles as well? Are they going to tell someone who's on a motorcycle they're going to shut it off? That's how you get very badly hurt. I, I've been injured in motorcycle accidents, and I can tell you, if you lose power, you're going for a flight off the bike. So is this going to be the case with cars? You're driving down the highway. You avoid an animal in the road that no one else can see, right? The car can't see that. So you avoid whatever's in there, a tire carcass or whatever it might be. And it thinks that you're driving impaired and it shuts you down. you got a tractor trailer coming up from behind you doing 85 miles an hour or another vehicle. you got a problem. Or even worse, you're a single person sitting, a, a woman maybe, young woman sitting on the side of the road. You can't start your vehicle. It locks you out. Now you're in a position where you could find yourself in trouble. And how are you going to escape? You are talking about an absolute nightmare situation. Your wife is ready to deliver. You're rushing to the hospital. You're speeding. The car says, oh, my goodness, you're driving too fast. We're going to shut you down. You're probably drunk. Really? What if someone's having a heart attack or a stroke? Whatever it might be. None of these factors are considered, and there's no way for the car to know that these situations are happening. Now let's take it to a, a realistic level. That can happen to anyone, anytime. The kill switch problem is, and there will be people bypassing them and cutting them out, it'll be programmed into the ECU, into the computers of the car. This is a mandate for control of you, your freedom, and your life. You're not... You shouldn't be traveling today, Mike. You traveled yesterday. Your carbon footprint's too much. We've got you on digital currency. We know exactly what you're doing. And don't think that this sounds like craziness, tinfoil hat. This is already occurring. They're already trying to push through digital currency and everything else. It's all about controlling literally every aspect of your life. That's why they want electric cars. It's not that it's a better propulsion. It's not that it's a worse propulsion. It's yeah. because they can control the distance that you travel now this kill switch mandate was put in specifically for drunk driving but what if you're on a medication that your doctor put you on for your heart or for a stroke that you might have or something else and you put your finger on the start stop button part of that technology will read your fingertip and decide whether you have something in your system that it thinks could impair your driving that is part of the technology it's already in place i've already tried it on four or five cars and I'm here at a BMW test event now, and they're talking about all this technology that tracks your eyes, which I already have. But part of what's in this infrastructure bill is the ability to listen to you in your car. So you're going to hear what you say. They're going to collect your data. And right now, they're already collecting data to the point they know your religious position. They know your sexual interests. They know your everything about you. They know more about you than you know about you. They even know about your sex life. Believe it or not, because they're listening, they're tracking the information from your phone, your car, and everything. Wait. And they're going to use it to control you. Wait a minute, Lauren. How does my car know my religious affiliation and or my sexual preferences? Because it listens to you in your car. And it knows what stations you listen to. It knows what media you listen to. It knows where you go. And if they're listening to the conversations in your car and tracking all this data... They can put it together very quickly. Remember, you've got AI involved now. All of that can decide really quickly that everything you search online, everything you search on your phone, your phone's connected to your car, they got all that data. Because as soon as you plug in your phone to your car to charge, that data is being transferred. They have all that data. They've had it for years, and we've let it go. And who owns that data? You own that data. That's your information. And they're selling your information and they're using it to control you. And I know it sounds crazy, but this is what it's coming to unless we stop it. And 
Remember, I keep saying elections have consequences. If you vote for these people that voted for this, they deserve to be voted out because they're giving up your freedom for what they're calling safety. You can't have both. It's either safety or freedom. And I'm not the first person to have said that our founding fathers did. Yeah, it's a frightening thing to to um, believe that your car is spying on you and then sending the information either to the federal government, the local government, the state government, your insurance company. And uh, I, I mentioned earlier that we have a, a Hyundai that on occasion, it's like a 2015 uh, Hyundai that on occasion will tell us, hey, uh, do you need a cup of coffee? And you explained yeah. it to me. It's tracking my eyes. And it's not a real right. high-tech car. It's, it's, the, it's the clunker we use to go around on the weekends. Right. Now, remember that a lot. How do you know if your car is tracking your eyes? Take your phone, whatever phone brand you have, sit in the vehicle with it running and take a picture of just around the dash area where the gauges are. And you'll see either red dots, green dots, purple dots, whatever it is. All you need is one dot. If you see a dot in that photo, it's taking a picture of your eyes and it's monitoring your vision. Or if it feels that your hands are off the steering wheel for too long, it'll send you a notification. They've been doing that for years, for at least 10 years or more. Hey, you might want to take a break and get a cup of coffee. Little do you know, it's all that data has been collected. So when you go to the dealer or wherever and you plug in that onboard diagnostics underneath the dash to try and collect that data to help you make your car function, they also have access to that data. And if you have automatic downloads, like, oh, it's got software uploads, you don't have to go to the dealer for the update on your navigation, guess what? It's also uploading all your information as well as downloading. It goes both ways, not just one way. Uh, so all that data, all that Wi-Fi connection that you pay for is giving up your data. It's so terrifying and so irritating at the same time. I just want to drive yeah. my car to my work yeah. or to the store or out for a, a little Sunday morning drive or, or to the golf course. I don't want the you government older. as <laughs> my co-pilot. Yeah, so how old of a car do you need to get around this? probably something in the 80s um i have cars that uh are in the early 2000s and they've been tracking i've got cars for i have a 2019 that i know tracks uh and of course i try not to let it get much information but i have cars of the six i have old 65 mustangs you know what laugh all you want about points and plugs but they're not tracking my information so that means if i'm going to drive i got to leave my iWatch, my apple watch and my iphone home because anytime you bring it with you, it still knows where you are. You can clear out that data. But again, that data is still being collected by somebody somewhere. I shut off all my notifications and still we know they're tracking the data, even though you opt out. Now, this sounds conspiratorial. It's not, people. This is no, uh, it's this not. is real. And it irritates me. It's a me. tinfoil hat yeah. until it's not, right? Right. Until, until it's real, which it certainly appears to be real. Uh, our friend is Lauren Fix. She is the car coach. You've seen her on TV everywhere. And she has the coolest job. She gets to drive new cars. She gets to vote on the cars of the year. Uh, you're at a BMW event. What are you doing? Oh, this is called Test Fest. This is the full line of Rolls-Royce, including the new Spectre, which I reviewed. The Ghost is here. We're driving the new Hydrogen iX. It's not out yet, but it's hydrogen-powered electric. So it's a different concept. Uh, it fills up your vehicle in four minutes. We don't have the infrastructure here, but Europe, Korea, South Korea, uh, China, and Japan have already building out that infrastructure. We have about 63 stations in California, but we'll get it eventually. Uh, we're driving electric vehicles, Mini Coopers, 
the full line of BMWs. And tomorrow we're going to the racetrack because when you buy a BMW, you get to go to the performance driving school, which you can take delivery of your vehicle there, which is pretty cool. So BMW is making stuff, but again, every single brand is opting in on this technology because they don't have a choice. Yeah, the government has put it upon them. To find out what Lauren's talking about, you need to go to her YouTube channel, Car Coach Reports. Car Coach Reports. She puts several pieces up every week, and it's all great stuff. And uh, the reviews are fun, too, and a lot of good advice. My friend, uh, I'm irritated by this, but I appreciate you being there, standing on the wall, yelling about it. Oh, I'm not done yelling. I'm not done yelling. I fired people up. We're... One of my most viral videos is on this kill switch. If you want to look it up, it's section two, uh, 22, uh, it was a 22200, I believe it is. It's in the infrastructure plan. It's there for anyone to read. It is written extremely vaguely for a very important reason, because it opens it up to do anything they want, sell your data, collect your data, and shut off your vehicle. Uh. This is not good. Contact your elected representatives. Tell oh. them you don't want it. You're making me crazy, Lauren. You're making me crazy. I got to go lay down. Hopefully my throat will be back for Saturday night's show. It's uh, Michael Pelka reminding you, testudo, my friends, testudo.